he spoke to us this morning, so let us take heed to what God is saying to us. Let's don't turn a deaf ear to God's word. <laughs> because God won't... Now, we're living in the end time, and, and we, we're approaching Easter. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> thank you, Lord. Now, you know, a lot of people are going to have, you know, the, the eggs and the bonnets, bonnets. How do you say that? Bonnets? <laughs> the bunny, yeah, the rabbits and all that, you know. You know that, a lot of people are going to have that, you know. And, uh, but we, we know the truth about it, don't we? We, we know that, that the Lord rose. We, we're celebrating his resurrection, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. And we've got to teach our children the truth about these things, haven't we? We have. We got to, if we're going to please God. Oh, they got some food for thought tonight. Periodically, we come, we come across psalms that fit together, forming a unit or a progression of thought. This is true with Psalms 22, 23, and 24. It's also true with Psalms 90 and 91, as well as Psalms 111 and 112. One psalm sets the stage, we might say, while the next resolves the drama. Psalms 127 and 128 both have to do with life in the home. They are domestic psalms. How do you know? Look at Psalms 127, verse 1. The opening lines refer to the building of the house. Then Psalms 127, verse 3 through 5 mentions children. The third verse of Psalm 128 pictures the wife, the home, and the children again. And Psalms 128 verse 6 even traces the, the progression of time to the grandchildren. If you think upon, these, upon this theme, you also observe a, a psalmist idea of national strength being connected to the strong family unit. In Psalms 128, verse 5, a nation remains only as strong as its families. A crumbling family life is one of the signs of a crumbling culture. Isn't that right? I mean, our culture, we, our morals, where are the morals? You know, we used to have real good morals, didn't we? Didn't we? Amen. And, of course, Christians do. We, we still have good morals. But I'm talking about, just look at the world. Look at the world's how they've gone down, calling good evil and evil good. They're calling righteousness unrighteousness and, and unrighteousness righteousness. I mean, just the opposite. Now, you know when we look at that, the culture, we know the Lord is coming soon. Remember when Jesus, the Bible said, Jesus sat upon the Mount of Olives. His disciples came unto him and they asked him, when shall these things be, and what is the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Jesus said, take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name and shall deceive many. And it's happening, isn't it? And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And we can see that in the day in which, days in which we're living. But God's got a people that have taken a stand, haven't he? God's got a people that, that's not going to let it, not going to take down. God's got a people that's not going to lower the standard for nobody. Isn't that right? God's got a people that will look the devil in the eye and tell him he's a liar. And we've got to take that stand if we're going to please the Lord. Hallelujah. That's one way. That's one way to God. Isn't that right? And that's through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And you know, it, uh, uh, John 17, boy, I tell you, I, hallelujah. Amen. A great, what a, what a psalms. What a psalm. All right, tonight, but I'm going to talk about uh, prayer. You know, now I've been working on this message for a while now. Uh, I'm going to talk about prayer. Uh, um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But let's pray first. Father, thank you for your love and your peace and your mercy and your compassion, your grace, your faithfulness, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord God, for the word of God. Your word is forever settled in heaven. Your word, Lord God, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Thy word, Lady and Amahanda, heaven and earth shall pass away, but thy word shall not pass away, Lord. Thy word it abideth forever. Lord, we thank you for deliverance. God, bless this night. Have your way this night. Let your divine will be done. Speak through these lips of clay, Lord God. Teach me to yield my vessel fully to thee and to obey your voice, Lord. Knowing you're coming soon, Lord. You're coming after church without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Thank you for a pastor that preached the word of God, the uncompromising word of God. Thank you for victory that help us to take hold to your word and to obey, to do your will, to be sincere, to be instant in season, out of season, and to please you, Master. In Jesus' name, for the glory of God, amen. amen. Now, tonight, we're going to look at See, prayer could be divided into five parts. And let me name the parts and then we'll just go over one at a time. Uh, confession, number one. Intercession. Petition. Thanksgiving. And praise. Amen? All right, confession. Confession. So let's read Proverbs 28, verse 13. Confession. But confession, confession really means, is, is, confession is dealing with our sins in our lives as agreeing with God that, that what God says is true. Amen. The Bible says let God be true and every man a liar. Isn't that right? If we say anything contrary to what God said, we're a liar. And God is true. God is true. Yes. So when we confess our sin and repent, we repent of our sins, and, and hallelujah, and we claim forgiveness. Yes. Amen. All right, Psalms. I mean, Proverbs 28, verse 13. We're talking about confession tonight. What does it say? Psalm 28, verse 13. He who covers his sins is not going to prosper. All right? But whoever confesses and forsakes them, whoever confesses and, and forsake them amen, you confess and you repent, forsake your sins. What does repentance mean? Repentance is a change of mind, a change of heart, a change of direction. Isn't that right? If, if you're walking, if you're a sinner and you're walking in the Broadway, if you're a sinner, you're walking in the Broadway. You hear the gospel preached, you believe it, and you turn from sin and turn to God. Isn't that right? Repent. Turn around. 180 degree turn. Hallelujah. So, so God is calling for repentance, confession. So what does that verse say? He who covers his sin. He who covers his sin. And a lot of people are trying to cover their sin, but they're not going to prosper. All right? Read. But whoever confesses and forsakes them. He, he and forsake them. See, can you confess them and repent. Confess your sin and, and forsake them. And shall do what? Have mercy. Have mercy. And about, see, God's merciful to us, isn't he? Yeah. His mercies are renewed every morning. Hallelujah. So therefore, we are the children of God. And, and, and as Pastor talked this morning, our names are written in heaven. That's right. Amen. That's and, and that's the most important thing. Isn't that right? You know, I, I, I want to live as long, as long as God wants me to, and I want to do what he wants me to do as long as I live. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? I really do. Thank God. And sometimes, yeah, I, I get sort of homesick, you know, type. But thank God. I, I feel like Paul. Paul said, <laughs> he said, I'd rather be absent from this body. I'd rather be with the Lord. But, but you need me here. Isn't that right? He was willing to stay here and to be a model, be an example, to preach the word of God. Not only preach it, but to live the holy life. Isn't that right? And Paul, he, he, he was a man that, that in Caesar's household, he got some people saved in Caesar's house. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Because he didn't let down. Because he took a stand for God. Because he loved God and he put his life on the line. Hallelujah for the God. All right. He that, he that, what did it say? Read that verse, brother. If you cover your sin, you're not going to prosper. But he, whoever confesses and forsake them will have mercy. All right, First John 1, 9. We know that verse, don't we? First John 1, 9. What does it say? 
if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Psalms 32, verse 5. Let's read that one. God's faithful. God's faithful. And he's calling for faithful people. He wants us to be faithful to him. Psalm 32, verse 5. Confession. What does it say? Psalm 32, verse 5. <laughs> All right, my brother, he's getting it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you. It's God good. <laughs> Isn't God good? Well, I mean, you have to turn the page. And just, you have to get there. Huh? I acknowledge my sins. I acknowledge my sins. To you. To you. And my iniquity I have not hidden. And my iniquity I have not hidden. I said. I said. I will confess my transgression to the Lord. I will confess my transgression to the Lord. He's the one to confess to, isn't that right? Amen. Uh-huh. And you forgave your iniquity of my sins. And you forgave me, Lord. I confessed and, and you forgave me. Amen. We got to confess, isn't that right? Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Yes, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I got another verse. It's 2 Samuel 12, 13. Confession. In the Bible says, he that believes with the mouth, he that believes with the heart and confess with the mouth, you know, yes. same shall be saved. It's confession. Got to confess the thing. Yes. Come on, Agree to what God said. 2 Samuel 12, 13. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So David said to Nathan. David said to Nathan. I have sinned against the Lord. See, David, all right, remember with Bathsheba? Mm -hmm. David sinned, didn't he? He did. He, he sinned. And, and uh, really, for a while it went on, you know. But see, you, we can't hide from God. No, we can't. I mean, we might think we, we can hide from some people. I think it was Abe Lincoln said you can, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Yeah. Isn't that right? I think Lincoln said that. Somebody said about that. I think they contribute that to Lincoln. <laughs> but but hey, our brother said, yeah, huh? The professor said, yeah. <laughs> so we agree with that, though. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is so good. And I think he also said, I will go and prepare myself, and when the time comes, I'll be prepared. So, you know, we, we, wanna, we don't want to sit around and twiddle our thumbs. No, sir. We want to get, up, get off the stool and do nothing to get something done. All right, what does it say here? Read that. Read, hallelujah. So get, David, said to Nathan, David said to Nathan, after Nathan came to him and told him. Wait a minute, I'm sorry, sir. He came to him and told him, you know, about this, this one man had a, a, a lot of sheep. He had just plenty. And it, and, and it, but the one man just only had one, one wee lamb, one wee lamb. And how this man that had all this went and took that Elam. Took it. You know. And David was angry. David angry, upset. David said, look, what did he say? This man going to die, didn't he? Didn't he pronounce death on him? I think he did, didn't he? he pronounced, David pronounced death on that man. My God. <laughs> see, but see, the prophet set him up, didn't he? You better believe he did. <laughs> he, he had no idea he was talking about him. And what did Nathan say? Thou art the man. You're the one that did this. And here David confessing. Read that verse. What did it say? So David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. David said to Nathan, he, he's confessing here. I've sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David. Nathan said to David. The Lord also has put away your sins. God has put away your sins. You're not going to die. God's not going to kill you for doing this. But you know, the child that, that was conceived that died, didn't it? God didn't let that child live. See, God have all power. See, how, no, no use us thinking that we can get by. Can't get by God. I mean, we, like I said, we can get by men lots of times. But, but the main thing is to know God and to be obedient to him, to please him. Amen. Because this is not our home, and I'm glad. Amen. I'm glad this is not our home. Because this is a rough place. 
uh, I, I heard one man say it. I, I'm not going to go that far. He said, you know, <laughs> he said, get no stinks. That's not going to go that far. I'm going to say, get no is hard. All right? It, 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 it gets hard. I mean, knee trouble lots of times. That's for me now. Some people may never have knee trouble. I hope they never have any trouble with their knees. Back trouble? Like that's Pastor was said, sometimes you get up in the morning, I feel the same way. I feel like I've been jerked through, uh, jerked through a knot hole backwards. You, you see, you know what I mean? I mean, you feel, feel rough sometimes. Amen. But we pray and, and, and trust God and wait on God. And I'm glad I'm retired now, boy, I tell you. Because when, when I was working, I was in the workforce, I used to have to get up early. And I, and I, I went to work. Got up early. It was on time. You know, I mean, most of the time I was on time. I was, I've had very little lateness, you know. Yeah. Hallelujah. Sir? I don't like to be late. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the reason I like to be on church, to church on time. Amen, brother. You know, Amen. I like to be, you know. I mean, you know, sometimes people get hindered and can't make it, you know, you know what I mean, on time. But when we can, we should. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. God is good. God is faithful. What does it say? Read that verse again. So David said to Nathan, Na- David said to Nathan I have sinned against the Lord. I've sinned against the Lord. I've, God is the one I've sinned against, all right? And Nathan said to David, David said, Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin. God has put away your sin. God has forgiven you, David. You uh, shall not die. You're not going to die, read. However. However. Now, it's going to be some consequences. Yeah. See? It's always consequences when you when we disobey God. There are always consequences. Don't think we're gonna get by scot free. What did he say? However, However, because by this deed you have given great occasion to the enemy of the Lord. Stop. Oh, let me hear that. Did you hear that? See, that's the reason why we need to walk with God and walk close to the Lord, don't it? Since you have done this, you have given great occasion to the enemy of the Lord. Who is the enemy of the Lord? Satan, the devil. You have given great occasion to the enemy of the Lord by doing this, by committing this sin. Read. To blaspheme the child. What? Say that again. To blaspheme. To blaspheme. The child also who is born to you. The child who also was born to you, what? He's going to die. Your child is not going to live. God let the child be born, but he didn't let him live. See, God, the, 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 hallelujah, the power of life is death. In death. It's in the power of our tongue, yeah. right? But now, God has control over life and death. Isn't that right? Yeah. When a person's born, every person that's born, God knows when, time they're going to be born and time they're going to die. Right. Ecclesiastes talk about it, doesn't it? Yeah. Time to be born yes. and time to die. Yes. But God sees that and God knows that. But God wants us to be ready to meet him, doesn't he? Amen. He wants us to, to, our lives to be productive for him, pleasing him, serving him, loving him, obeying him, keeping our mind stayed upon him, doing God's will from the heart, being Christians where he wants to be Christians. Yes. Isn't that right? And the disciples was called Christians first at Antioch. Yes. Isn't that right? Thank God because they followed Jesus, didn't they? They did the will of God. Hallelujah, didn't they? They they prayed. And they fasted. And they walked upright. And they did God's will. They preached the gospel. The Apostle Paul said in in, in 1 Corinthians 15, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which you also have received and wherein ye stand, and by which also ye are saved, if you keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture. He was buried and he rose, didn't he? He rose the third day according to the Scripture. Hallelujah. God's faithful. God is faithful. And he's calling for us to be faithful. So David was spared here. God's mercy. His mercy is so good. We, we love it. We need it. Amen. Amen. But the Bible says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. 
We should give mercy, shouldn't we? God wants us to give mercy. And lots of times, some of the hardest people are the ones that holler, oh, have mercy, and don't want to have mercy on somebody else. Isn't that right? Remember? The man in the Bible talk, talks about how that he, owe, he owed so much, you know, and, 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 and he was forgiven. And forgave him, he forgave him for all that money he owed him. But he went out and he found somebody that owed him just a very little. He wanted to start choking the man. Pay me, pay me. Isn't that something? That's unmerciful. But then <laughs> when, when the, I think it was the king, king heard about what he had done, boy, he really got him, didn't he? See, God wants us to love. And if you, have, if you really have love, you'll have mercy. Isn't that right? If you got the love of God, then you, you're going you're to have some mercy. Mercy is going to be down in there. And, and when it comes time to letting it out, God will help you let it out. Amen. God has to help us in these things. Amen. You can't do these things in the flesh. No, Isn't that right? Amen. Huh? It, is, it is the spirit that quickened it. The flesh profited nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's walk in the spirit, saints. Amen. If we're going to please God, we've got to walk in the spirit. Confession. So David confessed. God forgave him, but the child died, didn't he? Amen. All right. Intercession. Let's look at intercession. Intercession may be defined as holy believing, preserving prayer, whereby someone pleads with God on behalf of another or others who desperately need God's intervention. Look at Isaiah 53, 12. Intercession. Isaiah 53, 12. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 53, 12. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great. I will divide him a portion with the great. All right. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong. He shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured out his soul unto death. Hallelujah. Because he did what? Poured out his soul unto death. Who are we talking about here? Jesus. He poured out his soul unto death. All right. He was numbered with the transgression. All right. And he bore the sins of many. And he bore the sins of many. All right. And made intercession. Did what? See the love. See this love. Mm-hmm. See this love Amen. that Jesus displayed. Yes. Made intercession for the transgressor while we was yet sinners. Amen. Christ died for us. Isn't that, isn't that right? We didn't get right. Nobody got right. Nobody was able to get right without the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Nobody. Not right. Hallelujah. So therefore, what are we to do? To serve God with gladness. Isn't that right? Amen. Walk in love. You know, the epistles, you know, it's got such, it tells saints how to live, doesn't it? Amen. It tells saints how to live. Love one another. Be kind. Be gentle. Isn't that right? It tell us how to live. Amen. Hallelujah. Just like, let me say this. A lady came up while we was out there today. We drove up. A lady came up and she was started on hard times, she said, you know, and all. And she wanted some money for gas. She said daddy had, uh, was sick somewhere in the hospital in Dade City. All right. And she asked us for some money. We had change, you know. And then Brother Sean, and they drove up and Brother Sean took her up. And bought her some gas. Amen. See, you see, you know, we didn't really know her, you know, but but uh, he did the right thing. You know, if he was going to help her, give her some gas. She said she needed gas. You know, right? That's what we would have done if we had, you know, well. But anyway, thank God. What I'm saying is, he was. It's mercy. That's mercy. You give mercy, you receive it back. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God for his peace tonight. You know, it's so much confusion in the world, in the land. Isn't that right? People are so confused and upset, don't know which way to go, don't know which way to turn. But when we abide in him, his words abide in us. We have the peace of God. Isn't that right? We have the peace of God within us. Thank God. We, we, we are uh, on our way home. Isn't that right? We're on our way home. But let's work, let's work for the Lord. Let, let, let's, let's labor. 
What well, he said, occupy till I come. I mean, get out there and do everything you can to serve God. Serve God's people. We're servants one of another, isn't that right? There's no big eyes and little U's. We all on, isn't that, isn't that right? All on the same plane, amen. And I thank God for, for our pastor and for the saints here. These young folks helped me. <laughs> Y'all helped me a lot. Y'all helped me a lot. Amen. And I thank God for you all. I really do thank God for you all. Amen. Because we need help, don't we? We help us one of another, the Bible said. We are. We help, us. We help one another. I mean, we, we don't uh, get back in no corner. See, the Lord gave us, uh, he didn't take us out of this world, did he? But, but uh, when Jesus, <laughs> yeah, he didn't take us out of this world, but, but he gave us, he in, gave us insulation. Not isolation. He don't want us to be isolated, but insulation. Heavy duty shock, so to speak. And the road get rough, get the, my God, he take care of us. Amen. He directs us. He leads us. He protects us. He delivers us. We, we had a saint called to, uh, yesterday, wasn't it? Crying, crying, boy. She's really crying and saying how that her nephew or somebody up in Fort Myers, you know, how he had robbed somebody uh, at, his, at her mother's house and, and people was coming to kill him. So we, we prayed. We prayed. We, we, we rebuked the enemy. We prayed. Amen. And last, last we heard that everything was still going good. You know. The devil's a liar. Amen. See, but you reap what you sow. You know, if you get out there and rob somebody, you suddenly get yourself hurt. Isn't that right? Amen. You know, but, but God still show mercy. Lots of times, you know, you got people in your family that pray for you. God will protect you and, and, and deliver you. Give you some more time to get right. That's what it's for, isn't it? To give you time to get right with God. See, Jesus came here. Jesus wants everybody to be saved, but you know everybody's not going to be. That's right. Not one of the any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the Bible said, but the day of the Lord will come. As a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with the great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also, and the works of the earth shall be burned up, seeing then... That all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? What? Looking for and hastening. Thank God. <laughs> hastening. The devil is coming. Hastening is coming. And we, we want the Lord to come, don't we? Because we, when we're ready to meet him, we know that's our home. But let's, we, while we're here, we're going to do everything we can to please him. We want to go to heaven want somebody to go with us. We don't want to go just, you understand? Isn't that right? Don't y'all want, don't y'all want to take somebody with you? To, you better believe it. We want our families to be saved. I don't want our family. We want everybody that's lost to be saved. Amen. Isn't that right? But so when God gave us opportunity to witness, like I told you, I witnessed to that doctor down there. You know, he said he was turned off. He got turned off by uh, this man coming to his house uh, to get the tithe, you know. They came three different times. He was a doctor. He had to go to different seminars and all. Instead of the man just waiting for them to mail the tithe in, he, he came to collect them. He did it three times, and that turned him off. Wow. Isn't that something? So, so I asked him, I said, uh, he's reading the, talked to me. I had a book with Psalms, said Psalms on it. And, and he uh, said, you ever read the Bible all the way through? I said, yeah, I have. He said, uh, I never have. And then he told me about that situation. So, I said, I want to invite you to our church, you know. You might not never come, you know. But then, you know, we can give people an invitation, can't we? That's all we can do. Talk to them, witness to them, and witness to them in love. You don't beat people over the head and think you're going to win souls. I've seen people do that. <laughs> no, not him. <laughs> I know you tease it. I know you tease it. That, that brother's gentle, he's gentle and humble. Thank God. Amen. All right, Hebrews 7.25. We're talking about intercession. To intercede means to pray for others. Pray for others. Hebrews 7.25, what does it say here? Yes, thank God. Therefore, Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him. Stop. He's able to save to the uttermost those that come to God through him, Ari. 
I read. Since he always lived for them to make intercessions for them. So he's making intercessions for us, isn't that right? He's making intercessions for us, thank God, doesn't he? He he does. And the Spirit of God making intercession with groaning that cannot be uttered. Hallelujah. So therefore, we, we're not on our own, are we? We're bought with the price. Not with silver or gold, but thank God. What? With what? The, the precious blood of Jesus. And intercessors serve as they go between. Jesus and the Holy Spirit intercedes for Christians. Romans 8, 26. Romans 8, 26, 27, and 34. Read those verses. Hallelujah. Jesus and the Holy Spirit intercedes for Christians. Romans 8, 26, 27, and 34. Likewise, the Spirit also help in our weaknesses. The Spirit also help in our, we- our infirmities, our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray. We don't know what we should pray. For as we ought. As we don't know what we should pray as we ought. But the Spirit Himself. But the Spirit Himself. Make an intercession for us. Make an intercession for us. With groanings. With groanings. Which cannot be uttered. When can, which cannot be uttered. Verse twenty-seven. Now he who searches the hearts, he knows the mind of the spirit. He knows the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints. Because he makes intercession for the saints. According to the will of God. According to the will of God. So God is God is so good to us, saints. God take care of His people. What He's saying. God know what we need, and and He make intercession for intercede for us. All right, verse thirty four. Who is he that condemned? It is Christ who died. It's Christ. Christ the one that died, isn't that right? All right. And furthermore, he is also risen. He died, but he didn't stay dead. Amen. He rose, didn't he? Mm-hmm. As our pastor talked about this morning, how he rose in a body. Isn't that right? That glorified body. That, that body, thank God. And, and we're going to be, it's, we're going to have a body fashioned like unto his glorious body. Isn't that right? The same kind of body. He died and read that. Who is, who is he who condemned? Who is he that condemned? It is Christ who died. It's Christ that died. And furthermore. And furthermore. also risen. He's risen. He got up from the dead. Didn't stay dead. All right? Who is even at the right hand of God? He's at the right hand of God. Who also makes intercession. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus making intercessions for us. He's at the right hand of God. Isn't that right? Remember when when Stephen, when they stoned him to death, before they stoned him, he looked up into heaven. And he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father, didn't he? Hallelujah. Ready to receive him into glory. This man, hallelujah, preached the word. He was a deacon, but he was a preacher. He brought forth the word of God, didn't he? Strong, a strong word. So strong, thank God, when they looked upon him, his face looked like the face of an angel. Hallelujah. They ran upon him and gnashed upon him with their teeth, and they stoned him to death. They stoned him. And, and, and Saul held the cloaks of some of them that stoned him, Saul of Tarsus. That's the one that became Paul. That's before, that's before the Lord got a hold of him and knocked him down. Isn't that right? God knows what we need, doesn't he? Amen. He knows what it takes to get us. He knows what it takes to bring us in. Hallelujah. Some people it take knocking down like it did Paul. Isn't that right? To others it take what? Somebody praying and weeping for him and, 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 and praying and praying and seeking God and waiting on God. You know what I mean? But anyway, God knows what it takes to get all us in. He wants us all saved. And saints of God, as Pastor was saying this morning, how people going to come in here and get saved. People going to get saved here, you know. Isn't that right? You better believe it. We're praying for our families. Keep, not only our families, we want people in our neighborhoods, you know, people in this neighborhood. We want to see people saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and living holy and ready to go to heaven. Ready, living holy each day. That's what it takes a holy life to go to heaven. It's no ham scammy stuff. Amen. That's right. 
It's got to be right. It's got to be pure. It's got to follow Jesus if you're going to be saved. Uh, Ray, that's, you read that verse, didn't you? You read, it was 34, right? Amen. Isn't God good? Isn't God? We're talking about intercession. God is so good. An intercessor serves as a go-between. Jesus, oh, I, we just what we just read. Christians are to intercede for one another. Look at 1 Timothy 2.1. First Timothy two one. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What does it say? Therefore I exhort first of all. I, I exhort first of all. Mm-hmm. That supplication. Prayer. Prayer. Intercession. Intercession. And giving of thanks. Be made for all men. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That, that's what he exalted to be done. To pray for all men, for kings and those in authority. Isn't that right? And we've got a presidential election coming up. We better pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. We really need to pray, don't we? We really do. I mean, God's in control. God's in control. So let's pray. And, 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 and hallelujah. That, 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 uh, the one that God going to permit somebody to get in there, isn't that right? But let's pray that he, that the one that that uh, God knows us best again, that let, that he let that one get in there. God's will be done now. God's will be done. That's what we want. We want the will of God to be done. So we need to pray, and when we go out and vote, vote for the right person. Isn't that right? Amen. Hallelujah! Vote for somebody that's got some got a standard, got some morals. You know that. Isn't that right? Can't vote for no nobody that's you know that's not standing for truth. Right. Amen. That just just believing killing killing you know abortion. Now you can't vote. For, don't vote for those kind of folks. No, it's I won't. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'm not gonna tell you to vote for, but I'm not gonna vote for somebody that I know that's that's that, that believe it's right to, to to abort babies, to abortion, and all that kind of stuff. Amen, Isn't that right? Oh my God! We said we're Christians, right? Uh, we right. said we, isn't that right? We said we're Christians. That's right. Amen. So the Lord knows He's he looking at us, and God expects. Listen, to what the Bible says: He have showed thee, O man, what is good. I'm going. I haven't quoted this in a while, have I? Said, so, so, man, you used to wear that scripture out. <laughs> what do you find in that? Somebody tell me. Really? Where you find that scripture at? Whoa, all right, whoa, all right, all right. <laughs> this man's on the ball. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. He has shown the old man what is good. And what does the Lord require of thee but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God? Isn't that right? God, God requires something of you and me. Don't you think he does? God requires something of you and me. Why? Because we're the lights. You're the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill which cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it on the bush, but on a candlestick. Put that high. Live a holy life. Let our light shine. Stand firm on the word. The word of God is pure. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his word, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Now, right, Psalms 30, verses 5 and 6. Proverbs, thank you, brother. Hallelujah. I thank you for help. Amen. Proverbs 30, verses 5 and 6. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, God, help us today. Help us tonight, Lord, to look to thee. Thank you, for Lord God, for your people. I do. Amen. Now, in Ezra 9, Nehemiah 9, and Daniel 9, these are scriptures of prayer. In, in Ezra 9, Ezra prayed intercessory prayer. My God, he really prayed. My, you need to read that. Ezra 9. Read Ezra 9, Nehemiah 9. That's homework. And Daniel 9. Read those three chapters. I'm telling you all to read I'm going to read them. All right, I'm going to read them too. I'm not telling y'all something I won't do. But I, I go through these, you know. 
I've been going through some of it. But, but read Ezra 9, Nehemiah 9, and uh, Daniel 9. Amen? And read Ezra 10 also. <laughs> read Ezra 10 again. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh, that, that's a professional. <laughs> oh God, it's so good, isn't it? <laughs> oh man, that, that Daniel prayed an intercessory prayer. That's in Daniel nine. He listen when then Daniel earnestly prayed for Jerusalem restoration and for the entire nation. Jesus, thank God, prayed. That great intercessory prayer in John 17. My God, I, I, that, 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 he did. He prayed that intercessory prayer. And, and that's why we're going to stop at tonight. Now, and and uh, maybe next week I plan to uh, minister again. We've got petition, thanksgiving, and praise to take up. But let, let's stop here with John 17. Let's look at some verses in John 17. Well, I'll tell you, this, John 17 is a great, it's a great book, Amen. great chapter. All of it's great, but you know, this intercessory prayer, John 17, verse 3, let's read that. I mean, I, my God, and Pastor Venner brought out this morning how, how God loved us just like he does, just like he loved Jesus. With the same love, he had the same love for us as he had for Jesus. Isn't that something? I mean, God loved us. I mean, it's, it's no, he loved us with pure love. God's love is pure. Isn't that right? Amen. John 17, 3, what does it say? Let, let's look at some verses here. And this is eternal life. That they may know you. That they may know you. The only true God. The only true God. And Jesus Christ. Whom, whom you have sent. Amen. 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 All right. Let's look at verse. Uh, verse six. I have manifest your name to the men whom you have given me. I have manifest your name to the men which you gave me, which you've given me. Out of the world, you gave them to me out of the world, all right? They were yours. They were yours. You gave, them to me. you gave them to me. And they have kept your word. They have kept your word. I gave them your word. They have kept your word. They followed me. They obeyed your word, all right? Let's look at verse. Hallelujah. Let's go on, verse 7. Read verse 7. Now they have known that all things which you have given me how they, they know that all things you give me are from you. They know that, that you are my father and you communicate with me and you've given me exactly what to do and what to say. And I've obeyed you. All right. Verse nine. I pray for them. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world. I'm not praying for the world. Jesus was praying. He, he was actually praying for those, his disciples. I pray for them. I pray not, not for the world. All right. I'm praying for those that you have given me. For they are yours. They are yours. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What verse you read? I just read nine. Just read nine. All right. All right. Verse 10. Go ahead. And all mine are yours. All mine are thine. All mine are yours. And yours are mine. Yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. I'm glorified in them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, go ahead. Verse 11. Now I am no longer in the world. Now I'm no more in the world. But these are in the world. These are in the world. And I come to you, mm -hmm. Holy Father. I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those whom you have given me. Keep through, the, keep through, your, name through your name those whom you have given me. Those you have given me. See, Jesus, Jesus was lifted up. Amen. He, he was... Hallelujah. Unda. He said, I'm no more in the world. Amen. He, he knew he was getting ready to, to uh, depart, die, and he, he, he was lifted up. Amen. He was lifted up. Amen. All right, John, let's look at John 13, 1. Look at John 13, 1. He was elevated. Mm -hmm. When Jesus knew that his hour had come, he knew his hour had come. That he should depart from this world. He knew he was getting ready to depart from this world to the Father. Having loved his own, he loved his own who were in the world. That were in the world, he loved them 
He loved them to the end. Thank God he healed or Mokanda. Yeah, he knew he was getting ready to pass on out of here, out of this world. He's going to die for us. All right. All right. Let's look, look at, read a few more verses there. Verse 2. Verse 2. The supper being ended, uh-huh. The, the devil, having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot. Iscariot. Judas Iscariot. Simon's son. To betray him. him. Amen. The devil had put in his heart to betray him. Hallelujah. The devil's a liar. Amen. Jesus, knowing that the Father, read, had given all things into his hand, and that he was come from God, and went to God. My, 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 my. Mm. He rises from supper. I'm going to read just a few more verses to, to finish up here. He rises from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water. Look at the humility. Into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, thou, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus, Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do, thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. See, Peter was that little impetuous man, that little nervous man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Spoke out of term a lot of time. But God helped him, didn't he? Amen. We all need help. Amen. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou have no part with me. What did Simon say? Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. And Jesus said unto him, He that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet. Now, if I wash your feet, that's all it's going to take, all right? But it's clean every whit, and ye are not all, and ye are, and ye are clean, but not all. He was talking about Judas, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Judas wasn't. But I tell you, that's, that, that's something. He, he betrayed the Lord, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh. But see, see how Jesus treated him? Just as kind, and just as gentle. Jesus didn't, didn't rail on him. And set him in some corner, did he? But he loved him. Yes. See that, that that's an example for us. Yes. When we when we got an enemy, and if if, if they when they're close up, Amen. sometimes we have enemies that's close up. Real close. <laughs> right. Amen. That's right, brother. Sometimes we got enemies that close. But God has to help us deal with them, doesn't he? Amen. God God wants us to deal with them in love. Yes. But he 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 tells us how to deal with people, doesn't he? Yes. He gives us exactly what to say, what to do. If we follow him, we come out on top, but that's the time we fly off the handle, you know, and make a mess, you know. But if we just humble ourselves and, and pray, you know, and, and the enemy get too strong, go in the room somewhere and pray. See, God, say, Lord, help me to, to do your will. Help me to love my God. I'm talking about the love of God. I'm talking about the, the agape love. And Jesus displayed that, didn't he? And he want you and me to display it. Amen. We love him because he first loved us. Hallelujah. We couldn't love him if he hadn't first loved us. Thank God. Because we were all sinners. Thank God for victory tonight. Thank God for peace. Thank God for being able to pray and to seek God. And God answers prayer, doesn't he? He does. God answers prayer. If we pray and believe, pray believing. Believing. And and we have uh, what? Confession. And uh, intercession, that was the second one, wasn't it? Prayer and intercession. All right. So we talked about prayer. We talked about confession tonight. We talked about intercession. Amen. And, 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 and you know, God called us lots of times to intercession, to intercede, doesn't he? Amen. He really does. So let's pray one for another. Let's, let's continue to pray one for Let's pray for our pastor and his wife. Amen. And for... All the saints here and all the saints all over the world, you know. Saints need God's help. No, we need God's help. Because we're living in, in perilous times. But we got to realize, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. 
So, so that's consolation. Isn't it? Yeah. That's comfort. That should be comfort to the saints. Amen. We should be comforted. Thank God. And I want to read just one scripture since I just brought it up. I think it's 2 Corinthians chapter 4. See if that's what that is. I think that's it. I haven't read that in a while, but I think it, uh, beginning at verse 1, I think that's what that is. By God's comfort. I think it's 2 Corinthians 4 1, I believe. Let's just see. What does it say? 2 Corinthians 4 1. Uh huh. No, that's not it. I'm talking about the scripture where he said, Comfort one another with the comfort where we've been of comforted of God. Can somebody get that for me? Yes, in Corinthians. And it tells us to comfort one another with the comfort where we have been comforted of God. Um, is it? Dr. Renton, what? All right, thank you, brother. I, I thought it was a fool there somewhere. Thank God for y'all's help. Well, I tell you, it got good. Amen. Isn't God good? Amen. What does it say? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I know I need a lot of help sometimes. I thank God for the help. All right, 2 Corinthians 1 4. What does it say here? Uh, read 3. Read 3 first. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Father of mercies. And the God of all comfort. Uh, he's the God of all comfort. Read the verse 4. Stop. Who comforted us in all our tribulation. Isn't that something? We got comfort. He comforted us in all our tribulation. Read, read. He comforted us in all our tribulation so we can do something. Isn't that right? That we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. What? Comfort those who are in any trouble. All right. With the comfort. While with we ourselves are confident of God. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that a great verse? Isn't that a great verse? Let's chew on that a while. (laughs) Take that verse and chew on it. Those two verses, all right? Chew on those verses and read read, uh, those three chapters. uh, At least Ezra 9, maybe 10 too if you want to. Nehemiah 9 and Daniel 9. All right, let's let's read those. I'm going to be reading them too, all right? I mean, I've, you know, I've read them before, but I'm going to be reading those too. Let's read those this week and chew on that. My God, God will give us some strength, won't he? Amen. Amen. Good, my brother. <laughs> Amen. God is so good. Amen. May God bless you tonight.